Hey, 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 you're now listening or watching the Halos in the Infield podcast with your host Todd Fox and Fernando the Lone Star Halo brought to you in part by Noble L Works just outside of Anaheim Stadium and the Pond or the Honda Center where you can get drink specials just by mentioning Halos in the Infield. Also brought to you in part by 714 Tickets. 714 Tickets. 714 Tickets is a place to go to get 10% off of any ticket purchase just by also mentioning H-I-T-I, Halos in the Infield. Now enjoy the show. And welcome everybody to Halos in the Infield. My name is Fernando, also known as the Lone Star Halo. Join here by Halo Joe. Also known as the Golden State Halo, if that makes any sense at all. It makes more sense to the Golden State Warriors, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really fly out. I was, I was going for I was trying something new. There's nothing wrong with trying something new because that's the complete opposite of what this organization's done for a long time. I mean, hey, yeah. you're wearing the spring training hat. I might as well be, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Look at this. Yeah. One of the first ones I have this. Dude, that's what was your opinion on the spring training hats? Was it just it, it really looks like what well, yeah, you look at all the hats and you're like, okay, and then you see ours, it's like, oh wow, that's okay. Nothing happened. Yeah. Way to dig <laughs> but, deep. <laughs> but yeah, really, yeah. Wait, who's who's in charge of marketing there? But I think uh to see that's a that, you would think of that as a moneymaker. So you would think, yeah, let's push out another weird crappy design angels hat so people will buy it. And but it looks like there's no effort there, which is starting to still kind of push me over into the I think we're selling kind of vibe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. No, no, you guys just, you you guys just did an episode on if the Victor Rojas rumors are true. And then Todd and I did an episode feeding into, okay, Hey, let's pretend these are true. So make sure to listen back to those as we continue our grind of daily episodes and pointing at things. Yeah. Yeah, I've always, okay. So (laughs) real quick, but we're on the topic of spring training hats. How would you feel about like an angel's, like like a cactus kind of thing, maybe like a green hat or like the Angels logo is green, it has little thorns on it or something. You know, just go with a cactus league theme. Yeah, just to remind us that our owner's a prick. We'll have a. Uh, there you go. It. That's good. I, I have a, a. Go ahead. I was gonna say, how about a cactus that looks kind of like a you know someone flipping you the bird, and then there's just a big A in the middle of it. Well, that's what the new uh, Cactus League sweaters look like. Have you seen those? Everyone's (laughs) calling it the middle finger cactus. Oh, no, I haven't. I got to check those out. Yeah, mine's supposed to come in the mail tomorrow, so (laughs) I'm excited for it. The Um, big F-U. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Almost like the big A. Yeah, (laughs) almost the same thing. (laughs) I um, (laughs) A couple years ago when I went to Tempe, I got this angel's hat. It had a cactus on it, and the cactus was red and had a halo on it. And I thought that was cool. I was like, how come they don't do this for a spring training hat? But it's never, never have. Yeah, you know, there could be, yeah, there's so many different things they could do. I mean, we saw some of that. Uh, there were some hats on there, uh, like the the Tampa Bay Rays hat I, I didn't care for. Um uh, the Dodger hat, I, I've seen that hat before. I think they've come out with that before. Yeah, uh, the, the, the Yankees. I, I didn't expect the Yankees to do much difference, but they're the Yankees. They kind of get a pass on that. Um, yeah, that's but, what Todd I mean, had said. He was like, "Well, their hat's kind of boring." I'm like, "Well, they're the Yankees. Like, they don't yeah, they don't do things, you know." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like this is our uniform, and that's it. But uh, you know, the Angels had. There's so many opportunities. They could. There's so many different things they could have done. Uh, you just need someone with some kind of an imagination to get in there because they usually don't even change the uniform. It's just a cap. 
you know, yeah. a different material, a different, uh, just something different. Maybe, maybe, maybe a blank red cap, but with just a big thick halo stitched on the top of it, I think would look really cool with the so, cactus logo on the back. Okay. So like in the sixties when they had the Navy blue, but you wanted all red with just the halo on the top. Do that. Yeah. I think that would look really cool. What do you remember what year they got rid of it? The the halo on the, the top? halo the halo was introduced actually I think a few it was introduced a few games into the sixty one season when they started so, so they, they actually had it when, when they when they first first started it was the it was the LA hat that we know but with no yeah. halo okay so so that was kind of strange but I mean well at the time it wasn't it was a baseball cap but they decided to put the halo up on top which made it extremely unique it has been always one of my favorite caps by them but uh, they I do like it. yeah nineteen sixty five was the last year of that and then. They changed the L to a C when they went to California, when they moved to Anaheim. And same uniform, except the, of course, away jerseys. Los Angeles was taken off and they replaced it with Angels. And we never really had another city name on there again until the Anaheim jerseys in 2002. Um, but uh, yeah, then we lost that in 70, because in 71, we had the one year with the lowercase A and the tilted <laughs> halo, which everyone seems to love that hat. I did. There's I, a, I liked it. There's a picture of Mike Trout. I always post up with with him wearing that uniform, that that throwback game they had, and uh, he, it just looked great on it. It looked clean. It looked nice. I thought, man, wouldn't it be great to have that uniform back again? They had it for one season, then they went back to the Big A. Well, they went to the Big A. You know. Yeah, yeah. That, so. And now that's kind of that seems to be Artie's favorite uniform because whenever they do, they do throwback nights, that's like the only one they wear. I just think it's his cheapest his cheapest option. It's like, well, they got uniforms on, uh, and I don't have to buy any when he bought the team. <laughs> they just stood the same the whole time. I'll just change the name. And that was it. I always thought he was going to change the uniforms, especially with the LA change. He'd either do a new version or go back to the old. Never did. Yeah, that, and, and that's, that's another thing. And I want to address that in today's episode. Uh, and, and that's going to bring us to, to the topic. So we're kind of on this theme right now about ownership change, the potential of ownership change. So let's just say that uh, Halo Joe won the lottery. And then we're going to say I won the lottery. And I mean, obviously, the lottery is normally not m multiple billions of dollars. I think the highest it's ever been was like $2 billion. It happened like once. Well, let's just say we had successful businesses. Yeah. And we just go. exploded and we sold the business. And now we're just sitting on a pile of money. Let's just say Halo Joe invented the Squatty Potty with a little Halo on it. And all there of a sudden, this guy's worth about $10 billion. Yeah. You know, it, it, he, has the, it has the warm cushioning, though. Yeah, right. there you go. It, it's kind of heated cushion <laughs> for those cold nights. LED yeah. lighting. Yeah, those those cold nights in uh, in Palm Springs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so hypothetically, Joe and I both have money. He's billions. gonna go billions and billions. Billions. He's gonna go. He's gonna <laughs> pretend that he owns the team, and then I'm gonna pretend I own the team. We're not gonna own it together. He's gonna get his <clears throat> view, and I'm gonna get mine. Two and complete different dimensions. Exactly. Two completely different worlds, and you guys get to make believe live inside of it. We're gonna do we're gonna talk about the first three things we would do. And the criteria is it has to be something practical, right? It's not gonna be like, oh, we're gonna tear down the big A immediately and build a stadium this second. It's like, okay, well, you know, you gotta go to the city, Anaheim, things like that. You can yeah. pick that if you want, but you gotta be practical about that. Okay, so that's the only criteria. Besides that, we're going to blue sky this thing. Disney fans know that terminology. It's a clean slate. Money's no object. Do whatever you want. Okay. All right. 
So we're going to take turns going. So you're going to go first with yours, and then I'll go first. Uh, I'll go second with my first one, and so on. All right. So Joe, okay, take it away. If you just I... bought the team. Oh, actually, you know what? <clears throat> you just bought the team. Give me a <laughs> thirty second uh, press conference. What What are you saying at your press conference? Oh boy, what am I going to say at my press conference? Okay, I'm just going to say, uh, just like well, a rich I'm... person, you came up prepared. Yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, just want to let everybody know I'm I'm excited to be the new owner of the Angels. I even wore my official oh there Angels you go. shirt there, you know, with an embroidered big A on there. Paid a lot of money. I'm later when I want to go to lunch at a picnic table, I could use this shirt for that as well. Um, <laughs> just want to uh, let everybody know that we're going to uh, we're going to uh, uh, I'm, I'm I'm doing the worst press conference ever, by the way. <laughs> Hey, we're you gonna, started less than Artie so far. This, yeah, yeah. So this is what it's going to be. Hey, look, I'm here. We have a lot of work to do. There's a lot of changes that need to be made. Um, I'm I'm full of a lot of energy and full of a lot of money. So I'm going to go ahead and and uh, take this uh, this project seriously. And I'm going to do it, keeping you, the fans, in mind the entire time. Vote for me. <laughs> there President, you go. 2024. There you go. All right. So with that, what is your first order of business? Well, the first thing I would have to address, I would have to, of course, I would get my group of guys around me. I would need baseball minded people around me. I, I like baseball. I love, I love baseball. Uh, I wouldn't consider myself an expert though, <laughs> at building a team. So what I would do is hire some baseball minded people, uh, whether they're experienced or not, but just people who know the business and know the sport and know what, what it takes to build a team together and get that team situated it's not going to be perfect it's gonna be a first shot thing uh you know and then uh, go from there my job is to make sure that all the behind the scenes things are taken care of and hire all my scapegoats <clears throat> i mean my uh, my employees to take on the job of rebuilding this team that way if anything goes astray or goes wrong hey it's his fault i'll do the point yep yeah uh, me Fire. i'm I'm your lovable owner. It's his fault. He didn't. It's do Alex job. Curry's fault. Exactly. So can't say so, that her. <laughs> so you know, get that situated. I would address first that this team has an identity crisis. The fans are scattered around. They're upset because mainly because the team's not doing well. Uh, it'd be a different story if they were, but mainly because the team's not doing well. But also just where they sit today. So um, depth has, has always, as far as the team's concerned, depth's always been a problem. We need to address that situation. We need to go and take care of our cherubs, all of our farm league teams. We got to go down there and I need to be the owner of those teams as well. I mean, technically already is, but what I mean in the sense is, is spend the time and attention on these teams as well, as far as taking care of my players, like feeding them, making sure they have hot water and electricity. <laughs> They're not living in third world conditions. Basic necessities, you <laughs> son of a gun. How dare you? Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, they got to eat, right? You know, we got to make sure we have a lot of band-aids on hand in case someone cuts themselves. Stuff like that. But uh, we want to make sure that they're taken care of. We want to make sure that those teams become a destination for these young players that come in and eventually, hopefully, make it up to the big leagues. I would look at that as the ground up first. We need to structure that and have the right scouts hired and have the right people put in place to make sure that we have these players developed properly. So let me get this straight. You don't want the young 15 and 16 year old guys coming from the Dominican Republic and these third world countries to still feel like they're in third world countries when they're in the empire. 
I, you know, I would, but they're really usually 30 <laughs> when they say they're 16. That's, That's the problem. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, they got my, beards and six kids. Yeah, you got a 12-year-old smoking a cigar, drinking a beer while he's throwing a pitch. So, uh, yeah, well, no. You, you, that's why these minor leaguers aren't making it here. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, definitely do that from the ground up. You want to make sure that you make this uh, uh, a destination for them. As, you know, first and foremost, it's the backbone and the, and the foundation of your major league franchise. And it has to be addressed. It has to be taken care of and babied and really have a close eye on. So that would be the first thing I would do. I'll okay. switch off to you. Owner Fernando Mendes. All right. So the first thing I'm going to do, obviously, well, here's my press conference. Yeah, your press conference. Hello, Ed. everyone. My name's Fernando. You don't need to know how my would, last name. I changed my last name because I got Mr. so much money. Mr. Mendez, how would you fix the homeless situation in LA County? <laughs> I'm the owner of the Angels. I'm not the mayor. Would you hand them all out free baseball caps? <laughs> sure. Free baseball caps and free hot dogs. Only the best. What Angel dogs. Guy. What a great guy this guy is. What a great guy. <laughs> Only hoffy hot dogs. Oh, jeez, oh, these poor people. You're just poisoning them. Those poor people are hungry, and you're poisoning them with hoffy hot dogs. What's wrong with you? You Someone's gotta go at least. A... You gotta go at least Hebrew National. Come on. Too much money. <laughs> That's too much. Oh, okay. Oh, here we go. <laughs> the penny pitching is gonna start early with me. Okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah, there's Have really finished. no change in regime. Actually, Art, I'm just Artie's puppet. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Joe Biden of sports. I appreciate that. So, <laughs> so I, I promise you guys, this is the start of a new era here in Anaheim. I want the same thing you guys do. I want to win. And what we're going to do is let the baseball people make the baseball decisions. First things first, Hoffie, you're out. <laughs> you are OGs? so out. You can't leave OGs in there. Uh, you know what? I like OGs, but I also like turning left. <laughs> so because of that and that horrible ad, we're going to get rid of OGs too. Oh, Todd's going to be so disappointed. Go ahead. Yeah, right. <laughs> also, no more Burger King hats. Oh. <laughs> or Jack in the Box. Oh. <laughs> Gotta have Jack. Yeah, at this point, we have no sponsors left. <laughs> there you go. That's everything. <laughs> that's what are we that's the do? only thing. Kathy's Cookies ads for the whole two-minute break. There you go. Little Debbie's. Uh, Oh, God, yeah, and they're rat-infested factories. <laughs> so, yeah, I that the first thing I would do is promise that, hey, this is a new era of Angels baseball. Things are going to be different. We're going to listen to the fans first. That's always our top priority to make the fans happy. There's going to be years where we lose, and there's going to be years where we win. But regardless, we're going to do it as one Halo fan, and I promise that your interest will always come first. We're going to make this stadium the most be the best piece of polished turd you've ever seen. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna crap in tin foil, roll it up, and wear them as earrings. That sounds good. There you go. There you go. We're gonna put so much lipstick on this shit. It's gonna oh, look yeah. great. Oh man. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> that's that's where we are on it. Okay. All right. All right. So my first order of business. First thing I'm doing day one. I, second, this press conference is over. We're going to rebrand the team, all right? Mm. New logo. Mm. We're going to insert the name California back in. Oh. And especially because there's a very good chance that in the next, what, three <laughs> to five years, they're going to be the only American League team in, in California. That is true. Oakland is most likely leaving, <clears throat> going to Las Vegas. So we're going to claim the state again. We're going back to the California Angels. 
honest, I, I would like some kind of completely new logo. You know, I don't want to go back to the California logo. I do like that logo, but um, I don't know. I kind of just want to do just just a halo, something clean, just a halo. Change the color scheme. I kind of want navy blue to be a color scheme. I also kind of want to incorporate this like dark angel kind of thing. Like maybe our alternate jerseys black. Mm. You know what I mean? Go for a dark halo. I think that'd be kind of cool. Wow. Um, so yeah, New Jersey's new name, new logo. That's the first order of business here. We're we're yep. we're getting rid of the Artie Moreno era. It's it's dead and gone, folks. You're gonna rename them the Fallen Angels, right? You're gonna go for uh, the old evil look. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll just that way when we Sabbath. lose, we can be like, hey, it's just part of the we're supposed to lose today with the Fallen yeah. Angels. Sorry, guys. We'll just constantly play Black Sabbath at the stadium. Yeah, that, there you go. Get that goth feel going. All right, sounds good. Like it. Yeah. That's the first order of business. All right. What about you? Number two. Number two for me would be the stadium issue. That's kind of up in limbo right now. No one seems to know what the heck's going on. And meanwhile, we're walking into the stadium, which, you know, I we complain because we see that we see the details, the cracks and the leaks and stuff like that. The bathrooms. You it still has a great feel when you walk out on the field level and you just see the field that's all lit up and the grass is green. The players are throwing the ball around. It's just a I still love that place. I have a deep spot in my heart for that place. But I also know the time has come where we're probably going to have to go new. We're, we're having to start everything over again, you know, in a sense, you in mean other like words, it's too to... far gone. Like the stadium's well, too it's far. It's not necessarily that it's more of the feel of the team and the fans ownership and the fans. I feel like it needs to be a complete renewed experience. The stadium has a lot of memories. We love it. I think the best case scenario, if if they were to keep the LA, if I was to keep the LA Angels name, I would say their best bet would be to move to LA County to do that. But at the same time, like you said, the next five or so years, we are going to be the only California team in the American League. I would personally think think I would like to keep that area where they're at now, build a brand new stadium right next door to the Big A. I wanted it to have all the bells and whistles on it, of course, but I also wanted to have, I want to incorporate the big A scoreboard back in the outfield again. But this time I would like it more in center field. It'll be a wider A so that we can have the, the pitchers. Uh, um, um, ERA and stats? Uh, or? Yeah, the, the, the batter's eye in the back. So we can still oh, have that. I would like to have all around the bottom of it in the outfield just filled with orange groves just to embrace mm. the area and where, what County that they're in, what they belong to. I so would, instead of like the turf then that they have for the batter's eye, you want to go for like orange groves. I, I, I want there to be a big white a with a halo right in the middle of the center field okay. and dressed all around it. Underneath would be nothing but orange groves. So when Tim, when uh, Tim Sam, when Mike Trott hits that home run, that ball's just going to go out and into the orange groves. We could hear Terry Smith say that and everybody else get all excited about that. I just think it would be a nice touch to the area and the fan base and where they come from. And I think I would also like to retire a few more of our, our older players that need to be, have their numbers retired, but I don't want their numbers just pasted up in the stadium. I do want their numbers up, but I also want statues built of each player that's retired and placed in the front home plate entrance of the stadium. So as you walk in, you could take pictures with your families and these large statues of, Rod Carew there in an action pose. And what I would really like, their uniforms would be kind of 
blanked out a little bit because they're statues, but I would really like them to have wings on them. Like if oh, they're actual okay. angels, they earn their wings, let's say. <laughs> so they're there in pitching. That'd be poles. kind of awkward though. They're not dead though. Fatty, but no, they're not. <laughs> We're baseball terms. But I okay, think it'd be a really well, cool touch as them being angels. All those statues out in front of the stadium, I think would look so cool. And I would really like to incorporate our new Gene Autry statue as well in honor of him. Yep, him yep, only, yep. not Artie Moreno. Well, would you keep <laughs> would you keep his current statue and just move it to the new stadium as you well? Could. It's a nice statue. You could. I maybe, yeah, maybe a, would it like actually to have, was well done. Yeah, maybe maybe a newer one or maybe use the same old one. It depends. But uh, but I would like to have him there as well because he is the father of this team. Um, I think I would keep that statue, maybe move it to like the front entrance. You know what I mean? Like when you walk in, I, I think like I love your statue idea. I think they should do that like outside. You know how like now they have like that diamond right there. Mm-hmm. Maybe have the statues out there. That way, as you're walking in, that's something like in the front. It's something you uh-huh. can do even on days where like the stadium's closed. Yep. I always thought it'd be cool to have them like on the outfield, like ringing around the outfield. And like have the them Detroit? Lit up. Yeah, have them lit up okay, okay. at night. That would look so cool. But I think it would be even better if the fans were able to uh, uh, be right there, just like in front of Staples Center, take pictures with those statues of Wayne Gretzky and Shaquille O'Neal and all that stuff. I think San Francisco has that too, the Giants. Francisco, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's many teams that do that. And I think that's yep. something the Angels have not taken care of their past players. And I, and I would definitely make sure that that was taken care of and we'd have separate ceremonies for each player that we inducted. Uh-huh. And even the old ones as well, bringing them in, and uh, I think that's what I would do as a second. Yeah, it's a it's a big move, and there's a lot of things that Tells come along will, with that. Yeah, yeah okay. so but uh, but I think that area is prime is a prime spot for a stadium. Great space to get out in and out of freeway access. It, it's it's just a good spot, and I think if you were just to build somewhere in any direction a new stadium, and then eventually knock down the original one uh, to create more parking space, that place would just be. It would just be great. Of course, we keep the original Big A up as our sign, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I part of me is always like excited about the potential of getting a new Angel Stadium, <clears throat> mm-hmm. but the other part of me would be so sad to see yeah. the Big A go. It's just it's a catch twenty two. Because don't get me wrong, like you know, I've been at eighteen Major League Baseball stadiums. I, I've gotten to go to a great deal of them, and. You know, you go to a place like Camden Yards, and like I love Camden Yards, right? I love how it's a it's a retro looking stadium, but you get the modern amenities of a new ballpark. Personally, I'm not a big fan of stadiums like Petco Park. I don't like the stadiums yeah. that look new. Yeah, they look and feel new. You know, hey, it's a nice ballpark. I go to Petco Park and it's great. Don't get me wrong, but I don't like those kind of stadiums. Same Camden here. Yards, Horace Field. And Wrigley are my three favorites. What do all those have in common? I mean, Wrigley's old. Horace and Camden were built by the same people. And there's a reason why those are two newer stadiums that look old. So if the Angels were to get a new stadium, my fear, especially if it's under the Artie regime, that it's not going to look good, that it'd be kind of done in the cheap way. Because I want to make sure (laughs) that the Angels get a new stadium, like they do it right. So maybe maybe that's that's a future episode. I, I think that could be fun. Like let's I think really blue sky this. Spend a lot of time on that. Yeah, I, I believe so too. I, I just think it, that with all that space, I know they were talking about erecting homes and stuff like that, but I think they should really go for that LA live feel in that yeah. area. Incorporate the ducks in there too. Maybe throw an outdoor ice rink out there as well. 
<laughs> hey, just, there, there's so much space. There's so much space back there. And you could have your own little angel themed shops and restaurants. It would be so it would be a really cool place to be. Um, but that's yeah. definitely the second thing I would do. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that if the angels ever do buy the land or on the state, I'm like, they were supposed to before, you know, the whole Harry Sadu sketchy thing happened yeah, and we had to yeah. resign. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know they were going to build a little ballpark village. And I think that's the future. I think if the angels do stay on that plot of land, eventually, whether it's Artie or somebody else, we'll get that land and they <clears> are probably going to develop it. Like you said, I mean, it's what, 200-ish acres in prime real estate. You're in the heart of Orange County. You're not far from LA. You're close enough to San Diego. There's enough appeal that you're next to Disneyland. That's one of the most widely visited places in the world. Hell, you can probably lease a chunk of that land to Disney. They'd probably pay a pretty penny for it. You know, who knows? Maybe they can build a new downtown Disney. I know they're talking about building a third park. They've been saying that forever. So who knows? Maybe that'll open up. There's... You can talk forever about it. Okay, so you and I are kind of on a similar wavelength about number two. I wrote, because this is a quick fix. We can do it the day I buy the team. Embrace the team history. Yes. There is there is such a, honestly, a segregation in the, in the uh, eras of Angels baseball. It's yes. the pre-Artie era. Disney and the Autry years are together. Yep. And then it's the post Artie era. Mm-hmm. Artie almost doesn't acknowledge it at all. I totally agree with you. There is zero <clears throat> crossover. And then yeah. you hear it from guys like Rod Carew who are like, oh, yeah, they never reach out to me, mm-hmm. you know. And then all that news came out about, oh, Artie's going to sell the team. And then you had guys like Rod Carew like, oh, yeah, maybe I can have a relationship with the Angels again. Yeah. So that shouldn't be the case. Rod Carew is one of the greatest hitters of all time. Yes. He is one of the greatest Angels of all time. He should be welcome here. You know, Jared Weaver, one of the best Angels pitchers of all time, he should be welcome. We shouldn't have this situation where players don't feel welcome. (laughs) Embrace your history. It's free. You know, I'm not even saying you need to go and and do something extravagant. I mean, just let these guys feel welcome. If they want to come during spring training, hey, come on over, Rod. Come talk to, you know, Mike Trout. Remind him that Mike Trout doesn't suck. You know what I mean? Whatever... Uh, the case is, and with that, there's two jerseys in particular and numbers I want to retire. All right, the first one is obvious Vlad Guerrero, his number needs to be retired. Yep. Now, Mike Trout can continue to wear it, of course. I mean, you know, players are superstitious, Trout's not going to want to change his number, and I'm sure Vlad Guerrero doesn't want Trout to change his number either. Because let's face it, when it's all said and done, I think Mike Trout's going to be a better player through his career than Vlad Guerrero. Yep. Okay. Vlad Guerrero's great. He's all a famer for a reason. Yes. So retire his number. And then the second one might be a bit more controversial, but I think you're going to agree with me. Retire Mike Sosha's number. Sure. One of the greatest managers in baseball history. I don't think that's a hot take. Our most successful. Absolutely. Took us to the promised land. Won the only World Series appearance the Angels have had. And really the deepest playoff run the Angels have had. Yep. You know, they made a, a couple, what, ALCS appearances after that? No, they didn't. One ALCS appearance, correct? One. Yeah, I think it was one, yes. Yeah, so. He, uh, he, he, when I was talking about identity crisis, he was the last one where the team, the team itself had its identity, how they work, how they conduct business, how they practice, how they play. 
Absolutely. It, it's it's like when you talk about the triangle with you know with uh with the Lakers. It, it's there's this there was this um operation with them. Mm-hmm. That ever since he left, that has been gone. It's been what how many years now since he's been gone? Since Sosha's uh, been gone? Since Sosha Sosha left what 2018 year? was his last 18, year. 18, he was 18, here for Sosha's for uh, Otani's rookie year. Yes. So not that many years ago, but still within these years that he's been gone, the angels have seemed aimless with, you know, ma- management and well, of course our, our owner as well, but yeah. it, you know, it just seems like we just can't get a hold of that anymore. And there's no one in charge. I'm hoping Ron Washington does the job. He seems like the guy to do it and we'll just have to wait and see. But the problem is, once again, Ron Washington's just another Band-Aid. It's just, you know, it's almost like what you were yeah. hoping Joe Madden was going to be. He was an older dude. You were yeah. hoping he was going to stop the bleeding a little bit. And then they got Ron Washington, the same thing. You're hoping he's going to stop the bleeding just a little bit. But, I mean, you know, he's only on a two-year contract. Even if you bring him out uh, for another year or two after that, hey, I mean, father time's undefeated, man. Eventually, this guy's going to kick the bucket. He's only getting older. Yeah. You know, he's going to want to retire eventually. And you're once again stuck with who are you going to put it, you know, in, in the saddle. Yeah. I would have loved to have gotten a guy like a Benji Gill because I thought he was young. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have given him the keys. But all I know is whoever's after Ron Washington, you you got to trust them. Give him a five-year deal or something. Let him cook, as the kids say. Yep. For better or worse, write it out. Yep. Yeah, I agree. All right, number three. Oh, yeah, that was, So number three, you're, it's your turn, right? Number three? No, no. You... yeah, I went. My number oh, that two. My... oh, that was you. Okay. Uh, well, number three for me would uh, would be what you were talking about a little earlier: the name and the uniforms. Uh, I was on board when uh, they changed it to Los Angeles. I thought, okay, that was their original name. Uh, marketing wise, seems to make sense. I don't know the details, but maybe it does. Cool. I thought a lot of other things would fall in place after that, which never really did. Uh, the feel of the Angels uh, team. Never felt like Los Angeles. One, because, of course, we played in Orange County. But even then, when the LA Rams played down here, they were still the LA Rams, even though they played in Anaheim. The team was never marketed properly, in my opinion, on having that name. The way jerseys never had the name on it. Uh, there was no change to any logos. The merchandise uh, would just read Angels Baseball. Uh, you never saw Los Angeles in any kind of Angels font anywhere. And... You would rarely in the beginning, I would say the first five or so years, I don't know if you remember, of the Angels changing their name to Los Angeles, the announcers wouldn't even say it. They would just say Angels Baseball or the Angels. And even when they're announced on the field, ladies and gentlemen, you're Angels. And they come out <laughs> instead of the full name. So it, it kind of leaves you and kind of like, okay, well, what are he, he was kind of touch and go with it. Like, okay, we changed the name, but I don't want to piss all these people off too. Well, I think that needs to change. As your new owner, I'm this is operation embrace the base is what I'm saying. I would change the name just like you said back to the California Angels. Now I think I think I've been trying to dig a lot into this and I can't seem to find too much information on it, but I'm pretty sure the Angels can grandfather themselves back into having a state name uh in front of their nickname. Only because they had uh um officially had that as their name before. Any new team, I believe, cannot take on a state name if I understand what I've been reading <laughs> correctly. So it seems like they can. Okay. It, it would make sense because in the first place of them changing their name, it made sense. 
Autry needed to move them out of L.A. He wanted to get out of the shadow of the Dodgers, a shadow that was placed there only a couple of years. But the Dodgers really worked hard at pushing that team out and taking over the, the area themselves. The Los Angeles area was was a, it was a huge fan base of L.A. Angels fans there who well, rooted for this team. From They the, had a PCL route yeah. up to what, the 1890s from what I've heard? They since they ate since 1893 up until 1957, I believe the Angels and won championships, successful team too. PCL League, I get it, and they're not connected officially in any way with the MLB team, but that team was LA's team next to the Hollywood Stars. The Hollywood Stars were Northern LA. The LA Angels were always the Southern LA area. Do you remember and, what year the Hollywood Stars moved to San Diego because they became uh, the San Diego Padres, correct? Yes, I I need to look that I need to look that up. I don't know the exact year, but I know yeah, there was a there was a time right there, especially when the Dodgers came in, when things started shifting around. The Dodgers purchased the Angels, and then you know packaged them up and shipped them up north, but kept their logo, <laughs> and you put it on their on their Baltimore hats. I mean, their I'm sorry, their uh, Brooklyn hats. Um, yeah, and that's and that's and that was that. And Autry actually had to buy the naming rights back to name his team the Angels. So Autry actually spent uh, quite a bit of money to get that naming rights back. So anyway, uh, that happened. He separated himself. He got this great deal down in, down in Anaheim, which was just this big, giant piece of land right next to Disneyland, which was getting huge. And he went for it, changed the name to California. At you know, I think it was, I think it was a good move to try to go after a different base. Uh, and he succeeded in that. We weren't as successful as the Dodgers, but we did start out as a as a as a uh, um, expansion team. The Dodgers were already established, uh, so the popularity of the Dodgers exploded while the Angels were trying to grab some traction and move forward. So it was always a slow move for us. I think California is really who we are, built up in this area, uh, even though they were originally LA. But uh, what I would like to do with the fans is I would like to go online and do an actual voting system of all fans to put in their vote and whether they think the angels should be named Anaheim or California. And I think it would be best to move into one of those two. Okay. You get the majority of the votes going California. That's them. It'll be in favor of the fans and also including the fans in on this, on this change. I would change the uniforms. I would, I would personally like to go back to the original ones, but you know, I would have people coming out with me in new designs and see if we could come up with something, maybe mix it up. Who knows? But I would really embrace a new look a new stadium and also a new structure of the team from the, from the minor leagues up into our, our team that we have built now, try to do what we can around Mike Trot and try to build that, you know, try to get the team into the playoffs for one. But I think that new, I think that new feel for our, for the fans would be great to have them just kind of get fired up, be united together in that stadium, honks and realists alike. You know, hanging out with each other, shaking hands, borrowing sugar from each other and going out there at the stadium and, you know, making that stadium rock and scream and holler and cheer on your new young team and get them going as they build and get better. And we get to also celebrate our old players and our history as well. I think that's what the fans deserve. The Angels fans deserve uh, as far as their baseball team is concerned. Joe, 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 Joe. And I will not raise taxes. <laughs> there you go. That's what they all read, say before they raise taxes. Yeah, read my lips until I win. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> all right. All right. So my third, 
I told you guys in my speech that I was going to let baseball people make baseball decisions. So the first, so my final order of business, number three, I'm going to fire almost everyone in the front office. <laughs> everyone, you know, John Carpino, adios. Burn it down. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's everyone's gone. I you know, coaching you. staff for now, sure, that's fine. You know, well, that's probably a next year's problem. But we're talking, you know, John Carpino, Dennis Cool, those kind of guys. Obviously, those guys are gone. Okay, so if you guys remember, Kim uh, Ang Ang was the Marlins general manager, and she did oh, yes. a phenomenal job over there. Yes. Great, and like she her. left because she wanted more of a front office role, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, she was a GM, but she wanted to be like baseball operations. So I'm going to bring her in because yep. as of right now, she's still available. And I'm going to ask her like, hey, okay, would you be willing to do like a dual situation here? Like maybe you can be the director of baseball operations and you can be the general manager. Like I'm going to give you, you know, you have the control there. Okay. I'm hoping she she accepts because I think she could build a winner. She did it with Miami. Miami got rid of everybody when Derek Jeter took over. Hell, yep. they got rid of the sculpture. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they got rid of everything. They got rid of the fish behind yep. the plate. So and she, she built a winner. So we're going to trust her with that here. Okay. So she's hot. Okay. Number two, I want to hire a baby face in wrestling. You know, you have terms like heel and then you have like a face. So a heels, the bad person, you boo this person. And then you have your face, the guy you cheer, you know, your Mike Trouts, your Otanis. And then you have your baby face, the person who could do no wrong. Everyone constantly cheers for them. So I would hire them to be the face of the organization. The Dodgers did that with Magic Johnson. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of other examples. Help me out here, Joe. <laughs> what are some other organizations that have like that baby oh, I th- face? You know? I think you should. I think you should have someone like uh, you need have somebody who's who's really up, uh, who has the respect of the people, only because of his street cred, also because of how he's run himself as a businessman. I okay. think you should have Snoop Dogg. I think there Snoop Dogg should be in charge there. I think okay. the fans would eat that up. Well, I was going to recommend a baseball baby face like a Jared <laughs> Weaver or like a Tim Salmon. People yeah. who you know they love in the organization. You know, I, I I was thinking Tim Salmon, but I feel like he's become a bit corporate lately. Honestly, I feel like maybe try to convince a guy like a Jared Weaver, like, hey, like we need this because Jared Weaver's hey, a no nonsense guy. Yep. People like him. He was just about a lifelong angel, except for that fluke year in uh, San Diego. Yep. But I, I think he might actually be a good guy. Like I said, people love him. No nonsense. He'll go up there, you know, he'll he'll give his speeches about, hey, here's what we're doing. And I, I think that'll work. So that's number three. Hire baseball people to do baseball things. Let them make the baseball decisions. I'm just the guy who signs the paychecks. And, and you're off the hook. If things go wrong, it's their yeah. fault. I don't yeah, understand right. why it's why Kim's owners... fault. It's, yeah. it's Jared's fault. I didn't do I didn't do anything. Yeah, it's Snoop Dogg's fault. You know, yeah, it's it, <laughs> You know, I, I don't understand why uh, these owners don't go for that. Mother. It's obviously ego. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm in front. It's it's like it's like, why would you want to just sit back and let them take the blame if things go wrong? Because well, think about the it. what's a percent? What's a percentage of your success, though? If you yeah, own the yeah. team for 30 years, what percentage of that time would you be winners? You know, it's I, it's not, especially in baseball. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look it's at tough. a guy like Jerry Jones, right? Jerry Jones is just like Artem Reno. They're the football yep. and baseball versions of each other. Yep. The difference is at least Jerry Jones like talks to the media. He and he yep. doesn't exactly take accountability for his mistakes, mm-hmm. yep. but at least he's there to answer those questions. And Artie isn't. You know what I mean? Also, Jerry Jones has those those droopy eyelids. Artie doesn't yeah. have those yet. I'm waiting for Artie to get those. Yeah. Well, who's older? They gotta be <laughs> well, roughly Artie's the same 70, age, right? Artie's seventy-seven. I don't know how old Jerry Jones is. I'm looking it up. Okay, you're quicker than I am. Jerry Jones' age. He's eighty-one. My, okay, so I mean, he's, oh, he's only older. a little older, not by much. I mean, he's so old. He's not. He's young enough to be the president. Let's say that. <laughs> as long as he doesn't fall over, right? At That's eighty-one, right. he can still be the president. Okay, yeah, can, this yeah. country loves old people. Oh yeah, we love. No them matter people. what side of the political spectrum, if you're old and out of touch, you are. You're in the yeah. race. No, you like to. Yeah, if you like to smell young girls' hair, you're in. Yeah. No one say anything. If you're successful, young, and intelligent, like you're in your forties. No, bro, we don't. You're out. Sorry, you're too. Sorry. Yeah, you're you're a radical. Get out of here. You're, we need the. We need those old guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We. Guys that are about to kick the bucket are our favorite. <laughs> look at every <laughs> look at every president the last like twenty years. <laughs> Death is knocking on your doorstep. You're you're the guy. <laughs> Who's our next president? That guy that's asleep over there. Oh, okay, that guy's yeah. He's just out. Exactly. Halo Joe's too young, unfortunately. Sorry. Maybe Terry Smith. <laughs> yeah, maybe Terry Smith. Here's your president, Terry Smith. Terry Smith, like you think we can make. Uh, Wine out of oranges? Is that a thing? Is somebody <laughs> trying that? He's what, 75, I think? Or 76, I forget. Is Terry is Terry Smith that old? I, I don't know. I think he's in his early 70s or I don't think he's late 60s. I think he's in his I don't 70s. think Google would know that. Would it? <laughs> is he in Google? He's that old. He's you can't Google him. <laughs> I don't think anybody cares. I think his teeth are 20 years older, though, which is <laughs> biologically <laughs> impossible, but I, I think that is actually true. I typed in Terry Smith. Oh, here we go. He was born in 1955. Oh, okay. 16. What is he? 69? So he's as old as Disneyland is. There you go. Good number. There you, yeah, there you go. June 14th. Wow. Good. So he's, a, he's a young pup. He can't be he can't no. be president yet. <laughs> give him another young. decade and a half. Yeah, give him another decade. We need a statue of Terry Smith in front of the stadium. Damn it. That's what I'm gonna do as your new owner. Yeah, that's Terry the only Smith thing. Statue. We don't care about the other things. Yeah, it's going to be him sitting in the van, the AMA 30 van, just a statue of him just sitting there. I think that would be great. Okay, so I want to put you on the spot with this one, and then we're going to end the episode. Okay, so you know how there's six different windows outside of Angel Stadium, and they normally put the most random people. It's like (laughs) Trout, Otani, Rendon, (laughs) and there's three random people. Mm -hmm. All right, so during the 60th anniversary, I feel like the biggest mistake they made was not using one of those windows to represent every decade. You know, they could have True. done the, you know, the 60s, the 70s, etc. You had six windows. It was perfect. It was 60 years. Okay. Who would you have picked to represent those decades? Who would in have the, been the 60s? In, in, the, in, the, in the 60s? Yeah. Who would have been the guy that you put on that window? Uh, man. You know, I love, uh, well, I could, have, I could put him. Well, that's a good one. Let me think. No. See, I was thinking during that anniversary, they should, they should have had either the retired number guys. Up yeah, because there. there's six uh, each, each right? banner. Uh, if you count, there's five. Oh, you would you have count, to five. Yeah, you would have to count. Um, but are we putting uh, Jackie Robinson's up there? Because yeah, I mean, yeah. hey, 
Jackie Robinson, of course, great of the game, but yeah. I mean, you know, he's not our retired number. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, you're right. So I, I was thinking something like that. Maybe the middle banner could have the 60 logo or something. I don't know. But, you know, I was thinking something like that, like okay. glorify our, our retired numbers. Or, like you said, from each decade, I think that's a great idea. I would put, there's, God, there's so many guys. Uh, well, do you go for the he had... pop out and go Gene Autry for the first one? You know, I love that guy so much. I, I probably, if I was the owner, I probably would, just because okay, so I love Ginachi so much. But uh, uh, I would also like to have up there guys like Dean Chance. Uh, even though Bobolinski had that one great year, I, I love Bobolinski. But you got to look at, um, gosh, this I'm trying to think. All the names are flooding in my head right now. Y- yeah, you go into the '70s. You definitely put Nolan Ryan up there. Uh, you get into the '80s. You start looking at Rod Carew. You start looking at people like Bobby Gritch. Those are my those are my favorites. That that's my childhood right there. Um, How about Wally World? Yeah, Wally Joyner was. Um, I remember him just being amazing at the time. I loved watching him play. Uh, yeah, and you get yeah you get you know, then you start getting into the Tim Salmons and the Darren Erstads and Garrett Andersons. There's so many. It would be hard to choose. Yeah, but, um, especially I, as you get old, as you get a little higher, because then you know, yeah, nineties. You're talking about a young Tim Salmon. I would probably use him. Yeah, and then the two thousands. <clears> that's when it's like, okay, do you go like GA? Yeah, I would put Tim Salmon maybe nineties, maybe, and then I would go GA maybe. Okay, in the twenty tens, you're probably putting Trout there. Trout. And then by default, for the last one, they would have had to put Otani by default. Yeah, Otani would have had to have been up there. You gotta, you gotta recognize those years. Otani was with us. The guy was. I mean, it's why he's paid so much without doing anything so far. <laughs> this new team, it's because of what he did with us. The guy was out of control, amazing. So, yeah, he would have to be up there as well. Yeah, but there's guys, the old teams like Albie Pearson. Those guys, those guys were so good. But you know, when you start weighing who was best, who was better, who do you think should be up there? You only have six. It's yeah, that's a tough one, man. <laughs> I would maybe, have to really sit back and write that one out. Maybe, maybe that's a future episode then, where you, you that, sit down, one. you you really think about it, and then we'll, we'll revisit. And then I'll just call in sick. That's fair. <laughs> just won't show up. <laughs> now, yeah, that's a tough one. We should draw them. <laughs> put them up and show each other our drawings. That would be great. My well, this this stick figure represents. <laughs> you have one Notice stick figure with a mustache. A <laughs> yeah, this one has a mustache. That's Bobby Gritch. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be a good episode. Yeah, About, or you you always speak of the Mount Rushmore, right? Of, yeah. Of I would just think it's really scary. If we're drawing out the photos, if you have to draw Garrett Anderson or Shohei Otani, those might both look a little racist. And we're not here to do that on this show. That's the other podcast. You would have to give them name tags because, yeah, that would get yeah. Got to make sure yeah. these stick figures have clothes too because that could be yeah, that's true. as well. That's true. We're not trying to get canceled for that. Appropriating yeah. sexual yeah, your, assault. Your lines start getting wobbly. You're going to have some problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, before we have any problems, we should probably wrap it up for the episode. Yep. Do you have anything else for tonight? Uh, I think that's it. Uh, just everybody keep watching. Keep tuning in. We're on, uh, believe now, we're on <clears throat> YouTube. We're just about on everything. So just check us out. We got episodes coming out every day. We're on too many things. Well, we are officially going to do everything we can, if we haven't yep. already, to become your daily stop for Angels baseball. Your hub. Yeah. Check us check us out on MySpace. 
Yeah. <laughs> Check us out. Actually, we have a Blue Sky account. You know what Blue Sky no is? No way. No. <laughs> Even is that? I don't know. Blue Sky? It's, uh, yeah. So the guy that sold Twitter to uh-huh. Elon remade Twitter, but it's called Blue Sky. Oh, I didn't know so, that. Follow us on all the social medias, including Blue Sky. We're still on threads, even though we don't post on that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Make sure you like, you comment, subscribe. Let us know down below in the comment section. If you're watching on YouTube, let us know what episodes you want to see next. And uh, we are always willing to listen to actually, you know what? If you guys want something, we're going to do it. I can promise you guys that because this is for you guys. Also on this episode too, go, go down to the comment section. Tell us what you would do if you were a billionaire. Oh, you're getting good at this, Joe. At the first three things, (laughs) the first three uh, actions you would have as the new Angels owner, uh, how you would carry yourself and how you would turn this team around. There Um, you go. Maybe you agree with us. Maybe you don't. Maybe you have some new ideas, some interesting ones. Let us know. Absolutely. Let us know. Make sure you subscribe as well. On behalf of all of us here at Halos in the infield, have a great rest of your day, everybody.